I'm Tara. And I'm Ashley. Each week, two movies battle it out in a bracket-style competition to find the ultimate romantic comedy. This is The Trope Report. Hey guys! Welcome back! This week, we have The Ugly Truth against Moonstruck. The Ugly Truth is a 16 seed with a 14%. Moonstruck is a number one seed with a whopping 92%. And for this episode, we have our first returning guest. Welcome, Brian. What's up? (laughs) (laughs) He's back. Cargo shorts are back. Cargo (laughs) shorts are back. Actually, they're out. It's getting a little chilly. That's true. Cold weather is upon us. You heard it here first. Cargo shorts are out. How's everyone doing this fine evening? Fantastic. Okay, because I'll tell you how I'm feeling. I'm terrified. I'm scared and I'm shaking in my boots because it's going to be a fight. You think? I looked at Ash for one moment at work and she basically alluded to the fact that she didn't like Moonstruck. With one I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. And if you don't like Moonstruck... We gonna be fighting, Brian. Thoughts? We gotta. Uh, we can't jump ahead. What's the order here? What are we doing? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm coming in hot because I saw Ash all day today at work. And okay, but to be fair, I hadn't seen the last twenty minutes because so. she fell asleep watching it. What? The... Yeah. I was under my exactly. heat. How late was it? I was on How my couch. Was it? it was seven. <laughs> What's wrong uh, yeah. with you? Yeah, something's wrong with her. I was really comfy, and I did do a stationary bike yesterday after work. (laughs) For 30 minutes. I don't have an excuse. I was out late the night before, though. Well, late for me. Well, if you want to know the order of things, we're going to start with Ugly Truth. So, Ash, start us off. Okay, I did forget to write a summary, but I'm just going to wing it here. (gasps) Whoa. (laughs) What the hell kind of a podcast is this? (laughs) I don't know. Okay. We've got Abby, played by Captain Heigl. <laughs> Can you guys let me do my summary? Do it. I mean, I don't know. I I, I took I You're put a lot of into mine. I'm just saying. One point for Moonstruck already. Well, a couple episodes ago, I got in trouble for writing too much of a summary. So now we're winging it. Abby, played by Katherine Heigl, is an executive producer for Morning Talk Show. She's probably just reading the Wikipedia or something. (laughs) I'm looking directly at you! (laughs) Mike Mike Chadway has a show where he talks about how... (laughs) Is that his name? Yep, Mike Mike Chadway. Chadway. How many movies is he in? Gerard Butler? How many movies is Gerard Butler in? No, yeah, yeah, Gerard (laughs) Butler. That sounds bad. <laughs> that guy. I don't know. Like it's he's fine. in a lot of movies. He's not in that many. He was in like year three thousand. No, not. You want me to look it up? Oh my song. God. <laughs> year three hundred thousand. You the mean three hundred? The movie where they fight in the yeah. war. Yeah. And he was in P.S. I love you. Ash, are you gonna read your synopsis? <laughs> you guys interrupted me. Ain't no hold I'm, up. Ain't no hold up. I'm sick of this. I'm sick of this. You know what? Tara did warn me that you guys gang up against yeah. people. Yeah. And now I'm feeling it. Siblings gang up. That's just the way it is. We'll see. 
Continue. We're off to a bad start, guys. <laughs> uh, look, I feel good. I feel great. I feel really bad. All right, so basically, Mike Chadway gets picked up by oh, Abby Show. Is Mike Chadway? Oh, <laughs> I haven't heard any other word. That's because that's cause, like you found me to start I over again. Be. No, this is great. You keep making me start over again. No, 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 no. Go, this, go, this go, great. go. I'm silent. I'm silent. Mike's Mike Show, the talk. ugly truth, <laughs> gets picked up by Abby's. By Abby's daytime talk show because ratings are down. Uh, him and Abby butt heads. <laughs> and he tries to teach her how to finally land a man. Let's see what happens. Mm. <laughs> oh, wow. It, it says Perfect that on Wikipedia. Summary. <laughs> I mean, we gotta ask. Brian, how did you feel about his show? Did you agree yeah. with his sentiments? Oh. Please tell us. Oh no. He's a bad man. <laughs> He's a bad man. The whole time well, you texted the dot, whole time dot, I dot. was like, this Mike guy, he's bad. Tara was like, well, we really don't know how Brian feels about it. What if he is liking it? I'm like, that's Because your all he said was dot dot dot. Oh, but I didn't okay. say how I felt about the movie. I just yeah. said Mike Chat I don't agree with his views. I'm I I backed Back to W. Back to W. I hate that. <laughs> so, what did you think about the I overall hate that. movie? <laughs> it was very interesting. Um, interesting? <laughs> this was the worst Should we... hour and a half of my life. It was like I was being strapped down and tortured. Here's the thing. I kind, yeah. of, I kind of fuck with the premise. Like, mm-hmm. if it was... If it was a... If he wasn't such a dick, if it was like maybe in high school she's having trouble getting guys, and he's like, you know what, you're pretty, let me help you. And Whoa, why does she just, have to be pretty? I don't get that. No, that's you know, just Ash, a, you're describing. Like, she's all that. Yeah, I, okay, I wish so this you was like she's, she's all, that. all that. This yeah, I, I do racist. like she's all that. What yeah. she's all that? That one, he, Freddie Prince Jr. He oh, with helps. the nerdy art girl, yes. big mm-hmm. forehead, but pretty. Yeah, the one with big forehead. Yeah, she takes off her glasses and then she's stunning. She puts on a red dress, takes off her glasses, mm-hmm. and she's a smoke show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, should we start at the beginning? Yeah, let's just get into it. Catherine Heigl works at a news station. First trope. I mean, come on, any sort 100%. of journalism. She is so busy. She has no time for anything. She's on she's top a workaholic. Of Head of a yeah. news station. Trope. But ratings are down, and mm-hmm. they need a Hail Mary to, mm-hmm. bring, to bring these ratings back up. We see her go on a date. Yes, that's what I was going to say. First cringe scene where I'm uncomfortable. But t- this is a typical romantic comedy cringy levelness. But I was still like, okay, could have made this funnier. She goes on the date, and she's prints out this is talking crazy. points for the guy. She did mm-hmm. a background check on him. And printing out his profile. Hey, so, I understand. Brian's at the door. Is somebody gonna let him in? <laughs> oh, what was that? That was the door open. I, gotta I, I gotta get the hinges oiled. Okay. Uh, if you didn't meet JC, that'd be you. On a date? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Probably, but I wouldn't print that out. You I know, print that tap out. water is. But like... 
you would not bring it on the date. That's yes, the difference. I would do a background check, but I would not. <laughs> I would not bring <laughs> it and not... present it to him. I don't even have a printer. All right, so I definitely wouldn't be printing it out. <laughs> I wouldn't print it and bring it. I would do and a show full background him. check. Yeah, and I wouldn't show him. And then when he was like, oh, what do we talk about or something? She was like, well, I print out these talking points. I mean, come on. That's just crazy. I know I'm psychotic, but that's crazy. If you can't figure out what to talk about, the date's already over. So basically, the date does not go well. This yeah. just shows the audience how neurotic she is, how yes. over the top she is, how yeah. particular and controlling she is. Okay. She gets home, and the ugly truth is on the television. He has, he has sex dolls in the background of his show. This, really? this is crazy. I didn't even notice that. That's not even the worst <laughs> part. Okay. He goes on his talk show and every line out of him is horrific. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. One of them. So he's talking to women who, what women are watching this and what women are calling into this nonsense. Catherine so, Heigl. Catherine yeah. Heigl calls into it. <laughs> I know. Well, she's crazy. So there she you accidentally go. watched it though. So she, he's literally Saying to women, if you want to get on a date, go on a Stairmaster. He said, if you don't want to be a lonely hag, get a Stairmaster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did, I did remember that. He, hag. Very yes. Unused it was weird. He's adding but it to his vocabulary, people. He's British or something? <laughs> he's or saving Irish? Him. And then he goes, there's no 10-step guide to love. Like, don't bother with the books. There's only one, and it's called a blowjob. It is outrageous. I don't remember that line. There's so many horrible lines that it's just, it all blurs together. Yes. But anyways, she calls into the show, and she's like, that's totally not true. Like, I'm looking for this guy with these qualities. He calls her a lesbian and says she's never going to find love. Yeah. It was so cringe and so uncomfortable to watch. And I was like, if this is the first 10 minutes of this movie... How am I going to make it through? I don't know how I yeah. did. This is when really, I texted really... Tara and I said, I'm 10 minutes in and my jaw's on the ground. Yes. Because like this is 10 minutes said, in. I have seen this before. This is not the first time that I've watched this. But yeah. why did I, used I to think watch that this. I liked this? I was remember liking it of... when I was younger. Yeah. When I was little. I was yeah. like, he's just a ladies man, guys. <laughs> 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 he's just a dude being a dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's so concerning. The next day, they learn that he's going to be the new segment. Mm-hmm. They need those ratings, so desperate times, desperate measures. They're calling him in. She's pissed because she literally called in last night and was live on TV, and that's what they use yeah. as, like, this is who's going to be on, and she's calling <laughs> in on the station. So as soon as he comes on, though, it's skyrocketing. Also, the side people are not even funny in it. Like, the news I thought anchors, the anchors were kind of funny. That was my they, only, like, comedy Ryan. written down. What? Are you listening to us? Are you, like, I just texting had to, I just had to send out one text. On? I just had to send one text. Are you Are you kidding? He's texting on the pod. I, I can't. What were you saying? I agree. Okay. I, you don't, I don't even know with, what we say. We are I, I asking don't, for I you don't to choose between Mike. me and her. Me or Tara's opinion. So it's not even you could say you agree. <laughs> I don't agree with Mike, I'll tell you that. Okay, <laughs> zip it. Now pay attention, okay? I didn't get to send it yet. It wasn't done. Are you ready for this? Yes, I'm ready. Jesus Christ. All right. 
first you come on and you don't watch the right movie. Now you come on and you're sending texts. You're not even paying attention. All right, here we go. So anyway, desperate times, desperate, desperate measures. They have to hire him. She's pissed. And so as soon as he comes on the show, things are skyrocketing. Oh, yeah. And what mm-hmm. I was saying is I don't like the news anchors. They weren't that funny. The and I thought they were kind of funny. In this, I didn't find any of the side characters funny. And they had a little boy in this because Gerard Butler has a nephew, and even the nephew wasn't that cute. Usually that's the redeeming factor in these. Nephew wasn't in it much. The anchor is the guy from Pitch Perfect, though, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that I don't like them as actors in general, but I didn't find their lines funny. This script was mm. so dire. It was really bad. Mm. So things were skyrocketing. So after his first show goes amazing, we meet mm-hmm. Mike's family. They try to get us to like him a little bit more. We see I'm that his sister's like a single mom. And so he helps to take They're care of the nephew. They're pulling out all the stops to try and have him be a redeeming character. But, but it's not working for me. Clearly the nephew's like watching this show and idolizing him. That's mm-hmm. horrible. And then we go back to Katherine Heigl. She meets the neighbor. In the most outrageous scene. In the most outrageous way I possible. I love outrageous stuff, but this is crazy. This was not good. Yeah, that was like a, that was a porn script. Yes, right? It was weird. <laughs> not, I, w- I would not even, I would not know. On, not I that would I would not know. know. Not that I watch. <laughs> <laughs> not, that I'm a, not that I'm a daily viewer. <laughs> <laughs> so... Her cat gets out. She's running. She's climbing up the tree to save her cat, which I don't think that's what you're supposed to do if your cat goes up a tree. But she's also ogling the neighbor through his window. He's shirtless, mm-hmm. and she can see him now that she's I mean, in the tree. I mean, he's a cute guy, but he's extremely he was cute. basic. He does seem better than Gerard Butler Well, yeah, in this true. movie. That's true. He's shirtless. He's hot. She's falling out the tree mm-hmm. and hanging her... Is she wearing a dress or something? She's wearing a nightgown, she's, and she somehow falls out of the tree, upside down, hanging by her legs, with like, her help grandma me, help underwear me. out. Help me, yeah. help me. And he comes out to help her. And what happens? His towel drops right in oh, front of yeah. her face. She, she pulls it off. That wasn't necessary, and she's face to face with it. That wasn't a necessary scene, but you know what? <laughs> they did everything they could to just make this movie crazy. Mm-hmm. She somehow injures her ankle from this, and he's wrapping yeah. her ankle. We learn he's like an orthopedic surgeon or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she, he's checking all of her boxes. Yes. He's a doctor. He likes dogs, but prefers cats. That mm-hmm. was like something she had mentioned before. Mm-hmm. Checking all these boxes. He gives her his number, right? They exchange numbers Just in somehow. case. Yeah. Oh, yeah. His number Just in, in case, case something goes wrong. To... Yeah. Yes. True. So then we go back to work the next day and gerard has a segment where two girls are wrestling in bikinis of jet in pool of jello in jello yeah that was cool though when he walked off set i was like whoa this guy is freaking down (laughs) oh then he was on set and then all of a sudden the set opened behind him and then there's two (laughs) girls so basically he wasn't supposed to do this like brian said all of a sudden he's walking off set because he has this set up on the side of the jello shot the jello pool right so when Catherine sees this she's like she's in the newsroom like what's going on what's going on and then she was like you know what we gotta roll with this because he is getting mm-hmm. us ratings so what does she do but she goes along and says lick their fingers 
with the gel off their fingers. Okay, it so was now a, this a is a bit of a flip your goddamn hair. Moment. Yes. 100%. That's a Charlie's Angels Charlie's reference Angels for all shout you out, Charlie's yeah. Angels fans. Ashley, have you seen that? Charlie's Angels, yes. Are you kidding but me? But she's not to the level that we are. I mean, we're Whoa. freaks. Whoa! We're <laughs> freaks for Charlie's Angels 2000. That was, that was a childhood movie. It was, was like Cat in a Hat. Movie. Well, my dad and I Cat watched a lot growing up. Charlie's Angels and... Kangaroo Jack. And Kicking and Kicking Screaming. And Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, I love Kicking That's pretty much... If you, like, want to understand us and our psychology, yeah, just think about those movies. Yeah. Mm. That basically sums up my whole personality. Well, we mm. were supposed to be Charlie's Angels at work, and then Tara said, why don't we just be cats? Well, so because just the Charlie's Angels outfit okay, because plus ears. She wanted... Okay, I am down for Charlie's Angels, but what is a Charlie's Angels costume appropriate for work? It's just a black shirt and a black pants. We might as well throw on ears so at least we look and like black something. heels. Yeah. Uh, so basically, you pick one of their disguises. You could wear a racing one one piece we big can't, suit. Listen, wig, sunglasses. I know that would be the. There's most, tons of options. No, that would be the most iconic. But I'm not wearing that to work. I'm not wearing the racing outfit. To well, work. Tara wanted to get a costume that wouldn't cost her any money and wouldn't. <laughs> Affect her in any way. <laughs> she wanted a zero that's effort not, costume. That's a cat. That's not the spirit of Halloween. Okay, get let's get circle back, circle back. This movie's just so All painful. Right. I don't even care about talking about it. All right, so so Mike has the girls wrestle in Jello. Yeah, he licks their fingers. Well, whose idea was that? Catherine's. It was Catherine's idea, uh-huh. and I didn't respect her for it. I lost now respect listen. for her. Now listen. This next scene was the first, the first and only scene that I kind of found entertaining. And that's when <gasps> he, he is trying to help her. So he comes into yeah. her office and she's calling this guy. He's like, what are you doing? I'm calling this guy and I want to ask him out on a date because he's checks all the boxes. He's perfect, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, he's listening in. He picks up the other line and is listening in. And clearly she's crashing and burning because not even that she's doing anything wrong, per se, but well, I don't know. But, like, he's just showing no interest on the other line. So Gerard hangs up the phone. And Who? she's like, Gerard, uh, Mike Chadwick. Mike Chadwick. Oh, okay. <laughs> hangs up the phone. And she's like, why would you do that? He's like, no, this is, let me help you. If you let me help you, you will get this guy. So this starts the whole thing of, like, him making her over, yeah. right? Which is just the this worst makeover ever made in a movie, though. This is the worst makeover, okay? Mm-hmm. This is horrible. But anyway, they go back and forth, and it works. The guy, like, calls her back and is desperate for a date now because she yeah. followed what he told and her And he's to like, do. call him by the wrong name. I don't know if this would work on anyone. Brian, would this work on you? <laughs> The girl hangs up on you. Set the scene. A girl calls you and you have no interest in her. She hangs up on you halfway. Are you calling her back? I have no interest in her. And she hangs up on me. (laughs) Yes. I'd be like, what the hell? I'd be like, what the hell's going on here? Like, I don't don't need anything. I'm not. Would you call her back? Wait, why am I calling? You call her back and you're like, oh, did the line get disconnected? This is the movie. This is the movie. He's never foggy. seen this movie before. Okay, Look, listen. If a girl I'm not interested in hangs up on me, I'm like, what the hell? That's, oh my god, that's weird. And if a girl that I like hangs up on me, I'll be like, I'm a very sensitive guy. I think I'll just, you know, start crying. Or something. 
Would you call her back? <laughs> okay. The question is, would you call either back? It depends, you know. Who is, who is this lady? Oh, my A God. random lady that you just saved from a tree. You just saved her from leg. a tree. Think about the fucking movie, bro. We're talking about the movie. She looks like Katherine Heigl, <laughs> but she's a little crazy. <laughs> I'm not setting a scene for you. The scene is set. We watched the movie. <laughs> I call it back because that's weird. Oh, did the line get disconnected? Yeah. And then so she you would says, call her, Okay, okay. So you would call her back. But now well, she, now she, she answers the yeah. phone and says... Hey, Adam. Oh, sorry, Jeff. <laughs> Are you now like, holy cow, I need to go on a date with this girl? Because this is what the guy does. I think I'm in love with this woman. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what happens, people. This sparks Gerard's rule book, his num four rules to follow, okay? That What's he your... says will set her up to be, mm -hmm. to be uh, with this guy. All right, rule number one, never criticize. Men are incapable of growth. That's the first oh, rule. Oh, that's, that's, that's so, crazy. man, that's so true. <laughs> <laughs> this is insane. Yeah, that doesn't even really make sense. This is Don't insane. criticize because they can't be changed. Yeah, never criticize because they're so sensitive. All right, next one. <laughs> rule number two. Laugh at anything he says. That's true. That's, that, yeah, that's, I do actually smart. think that works. What? <laughs> I absolutely think that works. <laughs> I'm not going to laugh at something that I don't think is funny. It would work on me, too. If a guy was laughing at everything I said. Well, yeah, if someone's Fair laughing Fair enough, Chad. Wait, no, actually, if Fair enough, Mike Chadway. <laughs> if someone's laughing at everything I'm saying, yeah, I'm loving yeah. that. Yeah, I'm like, that's hell true. yeah. I'm that's like, true. Wow. All right. Rule number two. Rule number one goes, rule number two stays. Rule number three, <laughs> men are visual. She needs to change her entire look. Her hair's not long enough. Uh, yes. Yeah, this line is crazy. That, I, okay. One line that I have a quote, I have two lines. Rule number four has the line you're talking about. Rule number three has the line of, they're going to pick out um, underwear and bras. And he uses boobies, okay? He goes, Boobies is <laughs> boobies is boobies, boobies is good. <laughs> he says boobies in this as he holds up a bra. The boobies in this <laughs> say put me in. <laughs> I can't get it out. <laughs> he says. this take okay <laughs> boobies in this say get it together get it together boobies right. in this. <laughs> okay let me just say it fast boobies in <laughs> <laughs> don't say it fast I don't either, but boobies in this. <laughs> okay, boobies in this. Relax. He holds up the lace bra. <laughs> That's the last to relax. <laughs> you need to relax. 
boobies in this. <laughs> Where were we? Brian's <laughs> saying it. So boobies in this. <laughs> Alright. Alright. <laughs> okay, stop. Boobies in this. <laughs> Brian, you have to like silence yourself. <laughs> okay. Alright, I'm getting it out this time. I'm getting it out. <laughs> I can't say it. <laughs> hurry up, hurry up. Okay. Boobies in this say, put me in your mouth, I taste you. <laughs> <laughs> that was a better line than anything I could have imagined. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm covered in tears and so... so feels like so... My stomach feels like so I'm being much. choked. My chest hurts. <laughs> Oh my god, I have snot coming out of my nose. I have tears coming down my face. <laughs> oh my god, okay, now that I got it out, okay. I can say it again. Yeah, just, Please so, in yeah. this say, put me in your mouth, I taste good. <laughs> and you know what, I think I think that one stands as well. <laughs> I actually think you had a point here. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so are we... Men are visual. I think we have to keep this rule <laughs> as well, just because of that. <laughs> this rule three stays. Rule, rule, rule three. three stays. Okay. Three. Rule four. <laughs> Never talk about your problems. Men don't care. <laughs> right, I tell you what, he has a point there, too. He got Good a point. one. You know Mike what? Chadway, we were too harsh on you. Really? It's just the never criticize. They're, men are incapable of growth. No, that that's one crazy. Throw it away. Never, never talk about your problems. That's insane. <laughs> now, this one, this is another quote that I got for you, but I can get this one out because this is just ridiculous. The boobies one was just too good, though. <laughs> boobies. Boobies in this. So he said. Make that the title of the episode, please. <laughs> boobies in this. <laughs> anyway, so. Rule number four for never talk about your problems, he somehow gets on the subject of, he says, you need to get extensions because men yeah. want something to hold on to. Other than your ass. Yes, I forgot about uh... that. Other than your ass. Yeah, so. He this says, was the only line I remembered from the movie, so clearly it stuck with me. Yeah. <laughs> Before so we watch. So keep that one too. So He's... keep that rule. Actually, I think short hair is in. Short all my in. all my guy friends are saying bobs are in. Really? Yep. Bobs are in. I'm never doing all it. All I'm saying is another banger from Mike Chadway. Another banger. <laughs> all right. Anyway, <sighs> now we move on to he's still coaching her now. Wait, there's also a line where he says, "Um, and stop wearing ponytails. It makes you look like a construction worker or a lesbian or something like that." Yeah. I felt so going. called out in all of these scenes. <laughs> there was too many lines for me to write all this down. It's, yeah. it's one thing after the next with this guy. It's insane. So they go to the baseball game. And he's in her ear. This is a Colin, classic trope. Colin asks her to the baseball game. Yeah. The, the doctor. She goes to the baseball game with the doctor. Because he's desperate yeah. for Catherine now. Because she, she said yeah, the wrong He name. loves her now. Yeah. So, and she has her long hair, she has her new outfits, she's set to go, mm. she got her lace boobies on. So then, she has a piece <laughs> in her ear with Gerard talking to her. 
now this is uh this is classic trope. Someone in your ear mm-hmm. and all miscommunication. Yeah, miscommunication. So they get hot dogs. And mm-hmm. another quote from Gerard, I basically just wrote quotes for this movie, is men like watching penis-shaped food go into a girl's mouth. <laughs> so she says, I... take that real slow when you eat that hot dog. This, I'm pretty sure this line, I don't really remember this movie, but I'm pretty sure this line stuck with me. Because if I'm around a group of men while I eat a banana, I do the break it off and eat it. You gotta break it off. You do, you gotta break it off and eat it. But I feel like that's that's almost, that's with everyone. Like, I feel like, I don't like people looking at me eating a banana. I don't like it. If I'm at home, I'm eating my banana, and like normal. Well, yeah, that's true, at home, in the comfort of my own home. But this goes back to rule number three. He's a little jelly. He's, he, this is when he's this, this, he's pissing me off here. Because I'm like, you do all these things to try and get her to be on a date. You're making fun of her, saying she's neurotic and a psycho. Remaking her, and now just because... First she says a different name. This is what I'm saying. Boys are stupid. She says a different name on no, the phone. No, boys to, are visual. Boys are visual, <laughs> my apologies. She says a different name to the guy on the phone, so he wants to go on a date with her. Gerard sets her up with this guy, and she goes on a date, so then now he wants her. It's like, it's just if you're taken... He wants her because she's following his step. Yeah. He saw the hot dog. She asks him how long she should wait to have sex with him, and he says, you have to wait as long as possible, or something. Anyway, Mm. because this ends up with, he tells her to wait, and he says, do it yourself. Uh. And she's like, absolutely not. And that's when he gifts her with vibrating underwear. That's crazy. This what I I'm I sorry. didn't think they could I didn't I, think they could take it more extreme and then he gifts her with vibrating this, underwear. This like, oh, underwear didn't could. look like it had any electronics in it. You could no. Was that just no. me? No. I, <laughs> there I, was not I a saw single it. it was just cloth. It was the just technology cloth. was not there. It was there see-through. Back then. Yeah. The technology totally wasn't there. Uh, to have bluetooth? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Still to this day technology. Yeah. Is this even a thing still? Like yeah, has I anyone don't invented this yet? I don't know. I'm. Sh- it's got to be thicker than that to have some sort of electronics. It's gonna be right? like a diaper. She pulled out a thong. <laughs> it has to be a diaper to work. Yeah. <laughs> this was crazy. So, Colin texts her. Oh, I'm running late. So she's like, maybe I'll put on my vibrating underwear mm-hmm. for the next fifteen minutes and go to town. Mm-hmm. But uh oh, <laughs> someone's at the door. <laughs> of course, someone's trope. at the door. Yeah. Trope. Gerard Butler and her boss are at the door saying, oh, you forgot about the, the business meeting? Even mm-hmm. though she's the most organized person in the world, she somehow double booked She's whisked away in love. Yeah, we came to your house. We're your co-workers. We came to your house. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was bizarre. <laughs> and the two of them need to get her? That's so weird. Yeah. In the real world, she's like, she would just miss the dinner. <laughs> yeah, she would just she would get a phone call saying, where are you? Yeah. And she's like, I have a date. I can't go. And they're like, well, why don't you bring your date? Yeah, in the weirdest dinner. turn of events, now all of them are on this. It's all so bizarre. Including work- Mike and his two dates? The Jello twins. Yeah, he has two dates, she brings her date, and then it's like business people. It's so bizarre. And as she's sitting there, she kicks her purse by accident, and of course, just the remote for the vibrator falls out. And a little munchkin kid happens to be walking by <laughs> and picks up the remote. And he's like, he, what is this? He thinks it's like a salt grinder. 
Yeah, it was <laughs> He's magic. trying to put it on his pasta. He's pressing every button. Great performance by Katherine Heigl, by there the was, way. There was a good performance because... She can't control herself at this dinner. No, she can't. <laughs> She's like or- orgasming or something during her speech. <laughs> or something. She's like, she's like freaking orgasming or some freaking thing. <laughs> I don't know what else you call it. She's That's just euphoric. <laughs> yeah. Again, we get the vibes. They show, They zoom in on Mike. You see him longing for her, mm-hmm. right? He's obsessed with this girl. And then we get montage. <clears throat> of her montage. Her and Colin, montage. Going on dates. Upstate something. I don't know. Where are they based out of? L.A.? I think they're... It was... Oh, it was like... that's, that's where I have to add something. That guy went into the woods with white pants. I mean, take a chance. I know. That, well, shit. She, this kid, they this were guy's also off his rocker. They were yeah. barefoot. He was sitting on a rock with white pants. It was really... Again, nothing was thought through with this. So... She's all excited because she tells Gerard that she is going to go finally sleep with Colin when they go away to Lake Tahoe for the weekend. Mm-hmm. But Gerard is going to be a guest on the Late Late Show, I guess in New York or something. With I don't know. Craig Ferguson. That's Craig. one of the best out there, that guy. You ever watch him? No, I haven't. He's quality. Not as good as Conan, but... Conan's good. I love Conan. Yeah, how could you not? Um. Anyway, so he's going to be, they think he's going to be offered a job. So they have her fly out with him to try and convince him to stay, which is just so mm-hmm. insane. Like this, the whole thing is, this really is just like tropey cliches the entire time. The pacing was bizarre. I remember yeah. watching it and just being like, where am I going now? Yeah, what's, what's, ha- what's happening here? She flies out with him. Before he gets on the show, he they get into like a little spat, and he tells her Colin only likes the version of you that I made. He doesn't mm-hmm. like the real Abby. Mm-hmm. Then on the Craig Ferguson show, Craig's like, "Who broke your heart?" Because I mean, his whole content is about how there is no real love, and yeah. you should just be. It's more like it's more like a series of of women. Mm-hmm. It's not really one woman. It's more like a series. <laughs> That's, that was more British than Irish, isn't Craig Irish? Oh no, I was. I'm quoting Mike Chadwick. But Mike Chadwick's all. Mike Chadwick is American. Like, right? Everyone's Irish. Gerard it's it's Butler. not just one girl. It's oh, more no. like a series. There you go. Wasn't Mike Chadwick just American? No, he's movie. No, he was. He didn't have an accent. He is from. He's Scottish. He no. did not have an accent. <laughs> He didn't have an accent. Guys, he's he did not have an accent. Ah, it's not like one woman. It's more like a series. <laughs> you have the chance good. to change your face. Babe. Would ya? Would ya? <laughs> they go out to dinner after the show to celebrate. I like this. I he... want to be at this salsa club. I like. I know. I was like, this looks like a really I'll fun honest, restaurant. This was like probably the best part of the movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Hundred percent. He tells dancing. her. Yeah. He tells her, I already turned down CBS's offer. I want to stay close to my nephew. She's swooning, right? Yeah, we see a paternal side. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, so who did break your heart? Mm-hmm. Because he deflected on Craig Ferguson. And then he goes, show. it's not like, it's not one woman. It's more like a city. Yes, he says a parade of women, which again, not a great excuse. Like yeah, I've heard better all. sob stories. I was than expecting that. that it was one woman because that would be like yeah, I was expecting a yeah. better yeah something a little bit more meaningful. You were just there on a dating scene. Absolutely no depth to these characters. No, 
But we see he orders tap water. He orders tap water and says, oh, there isn't really a difference. (gasps) They're perfect for each other, guys. They both drink Uh. tap water. Mm Mm-hmm. And then he's like, why don't we go dance? And they dance. And it is steamy, people. It's steamy. It I'm is. not going to lie to you. But listen, this wasn't the best dance scene I've ever seen. But, but it, it was still pretty was, good. For this movie, I was so It was pretty low. good. They had chemistry. They did. During this dance. What, what, it's not like it's an iconic, famous, like, oh, I remember that move. It's like dirty yeah. dancing. Throw them up. Mm-hmm. But like, they were good. Yeah. And it was it was. They steamy. knew what they were doing. Yeah. <laughs> And then she's like, "We better, we better." I did like. I did like the elevator scene. Mm -hmm. The tension—it was so real. It just got so real. I actually kind of didn't like it. Wait, I'm loving this. (laughs) 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 This is the best movie of all time. (laughs) Because the elevator scene is—they're riding up the elevator. Oh my gosh, it's his stop. And then she's like, "Oh well, let me give you a hug goodnight." They hug. He separates, and then they come back again for a hug. Because like, I oh, it him. was just so fun. Like, I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this builds up to them kissing. But what I wanted to happen was he walks away. She thinks, oh, he's gone. He's, he's going to bed. And then right as the elevator's about to close, he stops it with his no. hand. And then goes in and pushes her up against the wall. That's what we want. 100% that. Or, like, she rides to her floor and she's like, yeah. oh, should I have whatever? And, and then he's there. Mm-hmm. He ran up the stairs. Because he had ran up the stairs. Yes, Great. We should be in charge of every movie. Yeah. Because that was awkward. The, oh, nah, fuck. No. Nah. No, that's, that's nope. so that's so what they would do in a movie. It's so, so tropey. Yeah, you because that's what this. I would do. I'd be like, uh, uh. <laughs> he, I would just, okay, like, Brian likes realism. Yeah, he's a realist. Oh, Brian relatable. likes an awkward hug. Well, maybe you should change your actions <laughs> to be more Whoa, like a movie. Whoa, why do I have to change? <laughs> Men are unable to grow or change, Ash. I, right, I, sorry. Don't, yeah. don't criticize men. <laughs> I relate exactly to the experience of my dad. <laughs> I, I agree with, I agree with everything, everything he's ever said. Except for rule one. Otherwise, everything he everything said the else. entire movie. I'm Brian, and I approve Except, this message. Uh, <laughs> anyway, seal of approval. So, basically, then they're both thinking like, I. But wait, wait, come on, mom. Like he's vulnerable for the first time in the movie. He's yeah. Mister Does It All. You know what? First time in the movie, he's vulnerable. His I'm belly is up. That. His belly is up. I'm, I'm gonna give you that. That's a good point. <laughs> I'm not giving. That's a good point. This is the first time that we're seeing him and he doesn't know what he's doing. He doesn't have his cool. I guess he's that's, that's fair. Yeah. Fair enough. They go back to their but, separate rooms. Well, yeah. They separate after that. Yeah. And she goes back to her room and she gets and she's like, oh my God, what just happened? Why do I want to do it again? She gets a knock on the door. She thinks it's Gerard. She opens the door. It's fucking she's excited. Colin. It's Colin. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was coming to surprise you. He's just looking to bang her. Okay, that's yeah. it. He was like, we were supposed to bang this weekend. It was on the schedule and you canceled on me. Mm-hmm. So he tries to open champagne. It spills or something. He goes in the other room. She gets a knock on the door again. It's Gerard. Oh, no, he's, it spills and he goes, oh, I thought I'd have to get naked a little later. I didn't oh, think yeah. it was early. <laughs> and she's like, she's a, like, uh. What a dork. Yeah. Loser. Fuck that guy. <laughs> what a <laughs> dork loser. <laughs> <laughs> Gerard's at the door, and she was like, no, 
Wait, he he answers shirtless. Yes. He he spilled champagne on him. He better take his clothes off. Yes. And so he's he like, hey, what's shirtless, up? and Gerard's like, wow. I didn't think she was gonna run after, but she did, which was good. That's true. I was because I hate when they let the miscommunication just linger. Yeah. She was not gonna let this linger. She runs after him, and she's mm-hmm. like, should I send Colin Colin home right now? Like, mm-hmm. is that why you came to my room? Mm-hmm. And he says, no. She she pretty much did all she could without, but she wanted him to say it. Yes. Yeah. She needed she, him she to opened be, the door. put himself out there. She gave him an open door. She was like, I... I will send Colin home right now. Yeah. That's... She put it on the line. Yeah. So that's on Gerard. <sighs> but then she goes back into the room, and she takes off her extensions, and she's like, I have a line she, to you. It was she so dramatic. This anyways. is not me. Look, my hair is actually <laughs> five inches shorter. <laughs> yeah, it didn't make a huge difference. I think I am. I am a liar. <laughs> was her breaking up with him she was like what do you like about me and he lists all these things that she's not mm. oh i like how you you go with the flow think tap water is different <laughs> yeah. she's like that's not me <laughs> so then we find out gerard quits the next day she's like oh he missed his flight no he quit and she, he he left for a local competitor, so that's how you know. Slap on the face. He left just because of her. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, we have to hire a replacement ASAP because the big hot air balloon festival is coming uh, around the corner. <laughs> Duh, the big hot air balloon festival. <laughs> he was supposed to be speaking at the hot air balloon festival. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'll find him by the end of the day. Or something like that. I'll find him in an hour. Yeah. So easily replaceable. And they and then we, somehow get someone worse than him. We cut to the hot air balloon festival. The yeah. new the new Mike Chadway is in the air balloon talking about how his body count and how most of them were How awake. he rapes women. They were asleep, yeah. he said. <laughs> it was yeah. horrible. Yeah. And she steps in and she starts going off on Gerard, right? Mm-hmm. And then Gerard... She's roasting him. Yeah, roasting Gerard. He's, he's like, I'll, t- I'll take care of this. He, he takes his mm-hmm. little makeup napkins out of his shirt. And mm-hmm. he runs over, hops in that hot air balloon. They're fighting back and forth like, oh, m- men will kiss you and then like not be able to commit or something like that. I don't know. And then next thing you know, Brian, who hops in the hot air balloon. Uh-huh. <laughs> Dad from Even Stevens. Mr. Stevens. Mr. Stevens himself. Comes out of nowhere. Are you ready to go up? familiar. Mm-hmm. He, iconic. He comes in, and he's like, ready? And he gets the <laughs> There we go. <laughs> Next thing you know, they're They're too busy feet. fighting to, yeah, yeah they're, they're too busy fighting to notice. And, and so they, they did their sign off. So they think they're off air now. Mm-hmm. Right? But. They have a secret trope. hidden camera. Yeah, this is a trope. In the hot air balloon, and they're like, we gotta keep rolling, because mm-hmm. this is good stuff. I didn't like this ending. Like, he was just like, wait, I think I wrote it down. I'm in love with a psycho like you. Crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. She breezes right past it, and he's like, see, I just told you I love you, and he didn't even, like, acknowledge it. Yeah. And then she's like, really? You love me? And then they start making out. Then... We get an even worse ending. Could they could have ended it there, but they didn't. They have them have sex. Oh. 
And oh my god, she literally the lot they did not need this. And then they whatever sit up, and she's like, "Oh my god, you're amazing." And then he's like, "Oh really? Or are you faking?" I'm that good because she because they had he a told whole her discussion. to fake everything. Yeah. yeah, fake everything. And she's like, "You'll never know." And it ends. Why the hell? Would you want him to never know? No. That makes no sense. This is such... It's crazy. This was like the cherry on top. Also, after he's told her he loves her, she asks him, why do you love me? Just like she did with Colin. And mm-hmm. he says, beats the hell out of me. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what she goes for? I thought it was going to be a nice full circle moment where she dis- he describes her like the real her because Colin described all the fake things <laughs> about so her. Far. And he says, beats the hell out of me. And then they, they, they end with the credits start rolling and it's Flo Rida's right round playing. You spin my <laughs> right round. Guys, can we, move to, can we move to a better movie? Mm-hmm. Here we go. Is everyone ready? Moonstruck Academy Award for Best Actress in a Leading Role. Academy Award for Best Actress in a Supporting Role. Academy Award for Writing in an Original Screenplay. In one of the greatest romantic comedies of all time, Cher teaches us the importance of... I can't look at you. Why are you laughing? Cher Just thinking teaches, about boobies. Boobies in this. <laughs> boobies in this. <laughs> Share teaches us the importance of undeniable connection, following your heart, and most importantly, la familia. You will laugh, you will be touched, and you too just might find yourself looking out your window, moonstruck. Z Martin opens up, okay? Already, mm-hmm. I wrote a note. The first five seconds are already blowing ugly truth out of the water, people. You got views in New York City. You got a zoom in of the Metropolitan Opera. It doesn't get better than that. Cher enters. She's a hardworking woman. She's 37 years old. She goes to a funeral home. I guess that's where she worked. We never went there again, I don't think. But anyway. Go to a natural beauty, might I add. She's a natural beauty for sure. Goes to the f- She looks run down. <laughs> She's I don't out- know why that's funny. I don't know why you're laughing. <laughs> Listen, she got grays in her hair. She's wearing a homely outfit. She's not wearing lipstick. Oh my god. She got nothing on. Okay? No makeup. Mm-hmm. She goes to the funeral home. Everything about this movie is so Italian. I love it. It's so New York. It's so over the top. I was so laughing. So you would say this is accurate to the Italian experience? Well, follow-up question. So what's your genetic makeup, Asper? Um, my dad's side's Irish. My mom's side is Welsh and English. That's yeah. why I'm so pale. Uh, I don't know why. My brother's tan, though. I don't know where he gets it from. Yeah. Yeah, I did. When I was little, I thought I was goth. This is just such a good movie. It's so the atmosphere good. is dreamlike and intoxicating. 100%. I couldn't have mm. said it better myself. It's such a good... Ashley, I truly... I know I'm joking, but I'm truly... I haven't said a thing yet. I'm truly I haven't confused said a thing. why you wouldn't like it. Like, it's okay, look. so good. It Here. feels like I a sleepwalk say... in the moonlight. I mean... 100%. I will say the last 20 minutes kind of won me over. 
was the first the hour I was thing. sleeping. I was confused. I was lost. I was unsettled. I didn't get the humor. I didn't know where the jokes were. I didn't know who anyone was. What are you? I said, why are we following about? this man? The, the humor is so subtle. Let me die. Let me digress yes. here. I wrote like this is like the only note I wrote. I said it's hard to describe the atmosphere. Mm -hmm. I can't think of another movie like it. Yes. It's like a spoof. It's a spoof of the most beautiful movie ever. Yes. This usually makes a movie solely a spoof or just a blob of nothing. Yeah. But this movie instead turns both to 11. Yeah. It's so hilariously deadpan and also entirely gorgeous. Well, that, that helps me. The fact that it's kind of spoofy, because I wrote down that this feels like an SNL sketch, the first half of the movie. Okay. It's definitely... It feels like an SNL sketch of a, making fun of a drama. It's funnier in the beginning, but it's like this weird humor. Yes. It's just like... But like, like it doesn't take away from how good no, it's just like, executed, and serious it is. It's executed so well. Like I, It's somehow simultaneous. How is it simultaneous? Yes. I was truly laughing the whole time because it's outrageous. Like, it's so outrageous. Maybe I... But yet it's I thought I didn't have outrageous. the permission to laugh. I thought I didn't have the permission to laugh. I thought they were being serious, and that's maybe no, where this is a romantic the disconnect happened. This is a romantic you have comedy. to follow your heart. There's no rules of what you have to feel. Mm -hmm. You feel. Because mm -hmm. I was just like, this is crazy. You follow your heart like Cher. Set the scene for the people that are <laughs> listening, okay? She goes on a date with her boyfriend, Johnny Camareri. It's like every line in this is good. Like, he's sitting there. The little, the waiters that are at the restaurant. How this is a go-to restaurant. Everyone goes. It's there. everything. It's every. Everyone's hitting I know, on all I know cylinders. you know. I know what you, you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm thinking. You know, know what I'm saying and thinking. How do, how do we say this? I don't know how to get this across. Like, I it's know. just so good. And he's sitting there and he's like. Like, it's just, it's like a community. People know each other. Everyone's saying hi, this, that. Hey, here, yes. Mr. Personality here, Mr. Personality yes. there. And they've, they've all got their lives, their systems. Like, bada bing, bada boom. They're, they're in, they're out. They're doing their thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, and it's quaint. It's like. It's like such a good feeling. Grainy. It's, it's grainy. A, it's, it's grainy. Can, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the lights are glowing. It's dim. We're desperate it's, to try and show what this is about. Somebody help me. <laughs> Okay, so Johnny proposes. He proposes to Cher, and she goes, "Well, I got I was married the first time, and he died. I have bad luck. I can't marry you. What? Where's the ring?" He says, "I don't have a ring." He's. She says, "What about the ring on your pinky finger? I love this ring on my pinky finger. I have bad luck. You gotta give me a ring, Johnny." So then he's. He gives the ring. She goes, you got to get down on one knee. I'm not getting down on one knee. Then you catch the waiter in the background. Waiter's like, he's getting down on one knee. That's a good suit. He's going to ruin his suit. I can't even. Uh, you want me to just to read the whole script? I mean, I don't know what to tell yes. you guys. It's so good. She's like, we need to get married right away. He's like, I got to go to Sicily. My mom's dying. She says, when you get back. In one month, they're getting married. So she's going to plan a wedding. He... Goes to Sicily, but before he goes, he says, you've got to get in contact with my brother, Donnie. We haven't spoken for five years. I thought I his mean, name was Ronnie. Yeah, Ronnie, Ronnie, sorry. Donnie. Why do I think Donnie? It's Johnny and Ronnie. 
Ron, you gotta get in contact with Ronnie because I haven't spoken to him in five years. That's too long. We're getting married. He gotta be at the wedding. She says, okay, I'll do it. I love how they all live together. She lives with her parents and then the grandfather lives there. The grandfather has all his dogs. Her mom's brother and his wife are always over. Everyone's just running in and out. What's so funny is that she goes home to tell her family that she's engaged sits down with the dad they have champagne and the dad's like i don't like that guy wait it, but they drop they they drop the little cubes what are those cubes sugar cubes gym? dad drops the sugar cubes yeah it makes them um what is it sparkle more or whatever i mean uh it fizzes so then dad's like i don't like that guy when he smiles i can't see his teeth what is he hiding the dad the dad is the maybe the funniest the funniest person in the, the whole movie, movie. Funniest in the whole movie. Ash, opinion? Yeah. I don't know what's going on. What? You saw the movie? What are you eating? <laughs> At this point, I was like, what are they dropping into their drinks? What is going on right now? A sugar cube. I was... <laughs> what is it? This is what Come I on. was... Every, everybody I was knows lost it's the entire cubes. first half of the movie. I didn't know who anyone was. They all looked the same to me. I didn't... I don't know. Whoa. Everyone looked the same to you. I knew the two main characters, <laughs> but after that, I was like... Wait, who's this guy? Who's this guy? Who's this guy? Like, I didn't know who anyone was. You mean when she, when Cher walks in, the main character, and she goes, hey, Pop? You were like, who's, who's this? Maybe who I missed the, that. Who Maybe the hell I missed this man? And then she goes, hey, let's go see Ma in bed. And you were like, who is Ma? What are you talking about? What the hell about? is that? Anyway, that's how the, that's how the Pop responds with, I don't like this guy, but all right. And she's like, you got to pay for the wedding. He's like, I'm not paying for this wedding. I paid for the first one. I'm not paying for this wedding. And then they go upstairs and they see Ma, who's in bed. She's getting ready for bed. And she goes, do you love him? Cher goes, no. Ma says, good. Because if you love him, he'll drive you crazy. This is how we're setting the scene, people, okay? She's mm -hmm. clearly married. She's been married once for love. She's marrying Johnny just to settle down. Nothing about this movie is subtle. No. Like, they really lay it on. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. They do it so well. So anyway, she calls Ronnie. This was a great introduction. I will say this was a great character introduction. We see just his back as he picks up the phone. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's clearly, like, sweaty. He's dirty. He's wearing a tank top. Mm -hmm. And then he hangs. He's like, I don't want anything to do with this. I'm never forgiving my brother. Mm -hmm. Hangs up. And he's, like, shoveling coal or something like that mm -hmm. into the fire. Great intro. So she's mm -hmm. like, great, now I gotta go to this place because he won't answer my phone call and I need to make... Oh, well, she goes, animal! Animal! <laughs> animal. <laughs> <laughs> so she shows up at the bakery. This she, was insane. This is this scene is this insane, This was insane. It's Are so Are you kidding good. me? This was... This was where I became unsettled because I was like, what <laughs> is going on in this movie? This... I can where see is how, this going? I can see how if you're weak... In the mind, you can get unsettled <laughs> yeah, by this scene. If it was, it, if it was shot in a like slightly different way, this could have played out as a horror. This is where no. the movie shows its teeth. Yeah, you realize it reveals itself. The curtain is dropped. The raw characters, hundred percent. So she goes. This is crazy. She goes to Ronnie. He works lead, downstairs. Yeah, leads her downstairs where he's shoveling coal. You could see he's sweaty. This is Nicolas Cage, everyone. He's a young he, I will say, Cage. he looks pretty good in this movie. He, but he looks a mess in this scene, okay? He's dripping with sweat. He's wearing the tank top. 
He's like, Cole, yeah, but that's what we like to see. Cole Ash is what that's Ash, what the like, ladies want. <laughs> was in love. She mm. he looks disgusting. They so, knew what they were doing when they filmed this. Yeah, it's not just yeah. me. The whole movie. Honestly. The whole movie, Ash. This is why there was Academy Award winners. So they go back and forth, and she's basically she's yelling at him because she's like, "I'm marrying your brother." Explaining, she's explaining everything, and Ronnie's coming back and is like, "I will never forgive my brother because see this, and you see he has no hands. He's a wooden hand. He has a wooden hand. <laughs> He's like, my brother did this to me. She's like, what are you this talking story- about? How did? But it wasn't the. It wasn't really the brother. It was that the brother asked him to do something and he wasn't looking, and the thing accidentally cut off his. Hand. The brother asked him to slice bread. Yeah. Life, are you kidding life me? Life is bread. <laughs> I make bread, 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 and I got nothing. I got nothing. I lost my hand. I lost my hand. No, I lost my got, bride. My Johnny has his hand. Johnny has his bride. <laughs> yes. Yes, Ash. <laughs> I guess when you say you it, when you want me Ash, to take my heartbreak and throw it away and when, forget. When Ash looks at me like that and yells into the mic, she does portray this as a horror moment. She does that well. Because yeah. this was an insane scene. I was like, why is he screaming at her, talking about how he lost he's his hand? Going insane. He, after he lost his hand and he's lost a, his wife, he's going he's insane. He's a wolf. It pants the bakery girl. The bakery girl's in tears. She's no, so wait before <laughs> that. Wait, 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 wait. wait before that. My favorite line. Chrissy, get me the big knife. I'm gonna slit my throat. Is oh my she... gosh, yes! He's like <laughs> I'm gonna kill myself. Yes. He was like, I'm gonna cut my throat so you can tell Johnny on his wedding day that his brother's dead. <laughs> this guy's insane. This guy's a psychopath. <laughs> Sorry, just to ruin his brother's wedding? I was legitimately laughing the whole time. So it's unhinged. Basically, he is unhinged. Yeah, and then the girl, the pastry girl, is like, "I love that man so much, but I can never tell him because he'll never love anyone or whatever he was saying." Oh he can God. never love anyone since he lost his hand and his girl. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what is going on? It's so good, Ash. I don't like how no, Ash, simmer down, Ash. This movie's good. All right, this was insane. It was like, it was implied in the speech that he could never love anyone again, and they were like, we really got to drive this point home. Have the bakery girl, you know, spell it they're out not for us. To, they're not trying to make you understand. They're trying. That's the humor. That's yeah. the humor. You better catch up. I'm sorry, up. I, didn't under, I didn't understand that it was humor. I thought this was a serious film. So it's a, it's in a romantic comedy bracket, Ash. It's, it's I didn't romantic know. romantic comedy. That's We've had right? dramas in here before. You crazy. Anyway, so <laughs> she was like, let's go up to your apartment. She cooks him a steak in the apartment. Okay? And he goes, I like it well I done. I was like, she goes, oh, you'll eat it bloody. It's good for you. So they sit why, down. Why is she cooking him a steak in his apartment? Where did she get the steak from? Why Where did you, she get Why the... are you questioning anything this was, with this? Because this... Because you guys were like, why are you confused? This is why I was confused. You're confused about why someone would have a steak in their house? Why is she cooking a steak for this stranger in his own apartment? Look, he's got steak at his place, and she's trying to convince him to go see the brother and She's make trying up. to pull out all the stops. She, she's she like, has a I'll mission. Cook, I'll cook you a steak This was a dinner. roller coaster. Five seconds ago, they were screaming that at each other, and now she's making it with that. that. 
it, it's passion. It's passion. It's a roller coaster. So she's saying to him, I'm going to tell you how your life is because all I hear is like, you're basically complaining, right? And she's like, but you can't see who you are. And I can see who you are. I can see everything. You're a wolf. That woman trapped you and you had to chew off your own hand to get out of that. She's basically trying to build this guy up. Saying you're better than this. That's stop crazy. Being, stop She's being depressed. He cut his hand off on purpose. He's scared. Yeah. He's just scared of what the wolf will chew off next. Mm-hmm. He tosses the table aside. Okay. So <laughs> grabs good. her. Kisses her with passion. Picks her up. Wasn't said, what you son of a bitch! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're so, And then he I goes, gonna... I don't believe this is happening. <laughs> as they're like, as they're going. She, she, he picks her up and she goes, where are you taking me? Like, what? Where do you think he's taking you? Ash. And he says, we're not to the bed. for any of your traps. <laughs> it makes no sense. It literally felt like, this scene especially felt like an SNL sketch of like a dramatic couple. It was hilarious. It's hilarious. I didn't know it was supposed to be funny. So at the time, I'm like, how the fuck did this win any awards? It's <laughs> much like life. There's pain in life, and you take the pain. It's there's so humor, good. and you, you find the humor. And there's beauty and passion, and you see it. These are things you feel. But here, but listen, they, they have so much humor with this movie, but then they have such touching moments, okay? Mm-hmm. Like with the moon, okay? Because they go to the bedroom. They do what they do, okay? <laughs> then you see, you pan out the window, you see the moon is ginormous. It's a full moon, okay? So this is how everyone in the family is brought together because we have different things happening. We have Cher and Nick Cage. We got Ma and Pop because Pop, he's got a mistress, okay? He wines and dines the mistress and Ma's at home, okay? Mind her own business, but you know that she knows that something's going on. So we have that dynamic. Then we got the grandfather with all his dogs. I love that you see all these different people in the family. Midnight in Paris feeling. That's an equivalent Midnight feeling. Midnight in Paris is a fantastic ash. You saw Midnight in Paris. I know. No? Yeah, I, I like Midnight That's in Paris. That's equally such a good feeling movie. Yes, definitely. Um, another dream-like movie. Yeah, it's yeah. so... It's just... That's what I want. It's like Mulholland Drive. Okay, I didn't... It's, it's like The Ugly Truth. <laughs> so then, family's having dinner. The grandfather, the ma, pa, the aunt and uncle. And the, you get this, like, really cute story. So you know that the ma and pop are not doing what... They're at least not connecting. Because he has the mistress, right? And so... You get this cute story of the brother, uh, Ma's brother, telling the story of, like, I remember when we were younger and I would see you wait outside her window, like, when they were younger. And he said, one night I got so mad because the moon was so big and you were standing out there and I thought, that's Cosmo's moon. He brought the moon, right? And, like, He's he's just so in love with mom. So it was just really cute story. So then that night everyone goes to bed. And then my favorite scene. The brother's like, oh my God, to his wife, can you believe it? Look outside, it's Cosmo's moon again. The way you're looking at the moon right now, it looks like you're 25 years old again. It was just such an adorable scene. And they get into bed together. They're just so cute. Then 
she's like, it's a mistake. We shouldn't have done this. We have yes. to take it to our grave. She like, says, we never we're going to take it to our graves. He goes, I can't. She goes, mm-hmm. why? He goes, because I'm in love with you. Slap, slap. She slaps him twice across the face. He's like, just do me one thing. Please go to the opera with me for one night. He can't even imagine having his the two loves of his life, the opera and her. I love that he's in love with her after one second of meeting her. I love I'll it. Give okay, up. can I just say I'll you really hated everything. it when they did that and say anything? The guy in Say Anything was a psychopath. You cannot compare Say Anything to this movie. Nick Cage isn't? He threatens to kill himself the first time they meet. Ash, that was completely different. This... This is you like said, fun, oh my gosh, really the sh- guy in no, Say no, Anything no. is too obsessed with no, her. Why like, does he always no, want to be with her? Like, Brian, like, like what Brian was saying, they're making this movie, they're doing it in a way that they know that it's over the top, but they're leaning into the comedy, but you don't even realize it's comedy, but it's so good. And you know, you were, it's outrageous, but so good. Say Anything was truly trying to be like, this is true ro- romance, people. A guy who's fucking obsessed with a random girl. Like, and all he wants to do, his main job is to just Google this girl. This makes no sense. Brian, you're supposed to be backing me up or something. Over the top. I mean, it's, it's, he's, he's got, he's got personality. He's got charisma. He's passionate. And that's also like, that's the energy she gives. It's how they play off each other. It's just how they work together. Yes. Come on. Anyway, it's yeah, yeah, it's indescribable human chemistry that everyone uh, just we can't even talk about. We We can't even talk about it. We can't. We can't. You have to watch it. Let's just be silent for the rest of the podcast, (laughs) and everyone will just nod. Silence for Moonstruck. Everyone nod for the next thirty minutes. (laughs) (laughs) So he's like, "Please go with me to opera, so I can have the two loves of my life in one night." I couldn't even believe it. I would be willing to give up the rest of my life to have this one night. So she goes, mm-hmm. fine. Now, how could you not love this? With that, she feels this instant connection that she never had with Johnny. She's immediately feeling it with Ronnie, Ronnie after one night. And she's like, you know what? I'm going to get my hair done because I'm feeling good. She gets those grays out. Then she stops in the store and she gets herself a dress. She is getting her confidence back, people, because of how he makes her feel. She gets a new dress, she gets new shoes, she gets jewelry, she gets her hair done. She's looking even better than she was, and she already looked great. Oh, but before that, a great scene where she goes to confession at the church, and she's like, mm. I said the Lord's name in vain twice, I slept with my fiancé's brother, and whatever, I did this or this. And the guy... Yeah, and he, well, you just see his hand, and he, like, winds it back with his fingers, like, well, what was that, Loretta? Wind that back to the second one? Yeah. You said something there. <laughs> like, uh... And it's just, like, his... his his mannerisms. It yeah. reminded me of the dad, honestly. Yeah. She, he, she's like, uh, wind that back. Oh, uh, I slept with my, my fiance's brother. He's like, say two Hail Marys. That's, That's the one. <laughs> That's a big one. <laughs> and then how good is the ash? Come on. This scene where they... This was so <laughs> so good. Nick Cage looks unsettling in a suit. What? But whoa, he grew whoa, whoa, on whoa. me. He grew Who's on me. He's a tux. Not a suit, yeah. a tux. Well, Okay. His hair looked awesome. <laughs> he looked so good. Looked like a serial killer in a suit. But 
as the oh. night went on, it, he grew on me. So you liked him like, better. Okay, he, he looks nice. You liked him better dirty yeah. with the red. It, I think it, it suited him better. Okay, interesting. All right, different strokes for different folks. Yeah, yeah. Um, some of us, some um, of us, some of us. Anyway, so she's never seen the opera before. She doesn't even know where it is in New York. Tears are coming down her face. She, he takes her hand, kisses it. You can see that, come on, they're kissing. I liked that. I liked that. She looks at him. He does a slow look. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Then they look into each other's eyes. Mm -hmm. This is love, people. It. This is true love. This is a mm -hmm. grand love. And don't tell me otherwise, but we're not the rating shit. Who do they run into? Pop and the mistress. And she's mm -hmm. like, you're not supposed to, you're, where's Ma? He's like, well, where's Johnny? So they both know that they caught each other and they said, this never happened. Mm -hmm. So. It's my fiance. You're married. You're my daughter. You're my dad. Ah, fair enough. <laughs> and then it ends. Type of thing. Yeah. So then they go out for a drink and this is where we get that classic line where they're walking back and she's like, I can't see you again. I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I'm engaged. Ronnie goes, you're going to marry my brother? Why do you want to sell your life short? Playing it safe is just about the most dangerous thing a woman like you could do. You waited for the right man the first time. Why didn't you wait for the right man again? She goes, he didn't come. He goes, I'm here. You're late. So good, guys. It's little so little reveal. That that's like the first time she really, you know, admits that. Yep. Ronnie's it's, the right one. Yeah. Yep. And she's feeling it too. So he goes, "Come upstairs with me and get in my bed." And get in my bed. <laughs> as soon as that happens, <laughs> opera music starts playing in the background, and he she puts takes out his, his hand. wooden hand, and she yeah. takes yeah. it. And they go upstairs. All of a sudden, bam! Plane landing in Newark. Okay? The plane engine, it's like so loud. It's such a juxtaposition. Because mm -hmm. Johnny's back in town, people. He's back from Sicily and his mom's doing fine. First thing he does is he goes to Loretta's house with the family. The mm -hmm. mom's at the door. The mom says, Loretta's not here. She's still out. So then Johnny says he's coming back the next day. And then. Loretta gets home in the morning. She has hickeys on her neck. The mom's like, what are she you? She basically skipped home. She was so happy. She danced in. Mm -hmm. So nice to see her happy. And the mom's like, you're in trouble. Johnny's back. Johnny's coming here today in the morning. She just starts freaking out. And did you notice how she immediately changes back into sweatpants and pulls her hair back? Because mm -hmm. that's how he makes her feel like she's amazing. Oh, and, it's, wow, and I think she's supposed Sarah. to be looking yes. like she just woke up. Very good, Sarah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so I did. I loved, I loved this scene. So I fell asleep during the opera part, and everything after that, I really liked. And I, I really liked this the scene. The ending is so good. And you best. All I gotta say is blueprint, waves I of. I don't want to say more than this. Waves of crazy, stupid love. Yes, mm. that's all true. All I'm saying, all I'm saying is, all I'm saying. No, mm. that's true. That's that's true. Carry on. It's it's gonna it's the perfect recipe for just like a fantastic scene. So the mom and her are having breakfast. 
the doorbell rings while while she's still yeah. getting like trying to hide her hickey yeah. and stuff, mm-hmm. and they're freaking out. They're like, oh, "It's Johnny! It's Johnny!" Guess who it is? Ronnie. Ronnie. Ronnie's like, "I'm here to meet your family." Yeah, he's like, the, "I'm I'm all in." And there's mm-hmm. no going back. I don't care what you have to say about Johnny. I'm all in. I'm here to meet the family. He's and she's ready like, to Johnny's coming over soon. And Ronnie's like, that's fine. I'll tell him. Yeah. He, I love The mom's like, you want some oatmeal? Care. Yeah. She's like, I'd love to have some breakfast. Yeah. So they sit down. Then. Cher has resigned at this point. Cher's like, all right, I'm not covering my hickey. I'm just going to sit and wait and we'll tell Johnny when he gets here. Mm-hmm. Everyone, everyone just handles everything. Yeah. It's business as usual. Yep. The grandfather and Pop come in, and the grandfather has been building to try and say, at the right moment, he's trying to tell his son, you got to pay for her whole wedding. So this is his big moment at the breakfast table. Like, everything comes, you know, to fruition at the breakfast table. And the mom goes, I know, like, basically, I know you're seeing the mistress. You're not seeing her anymore. And then he bangs on the table and stands and stands up and, and then sits down yeah <laughs> and he goes fine i'll stop seeing her and sits down it's yeah. so good and then the aunt and uncle show up because they think that loretta stole the money or whatever and she's like i didn't steal the money i'm so sorry for the deposit in the bank they're like oh thank god now they sit down for breakfast everyone's here johnny finally arrives at the door johnny comes in and he goes i can't marry you loretta she flips out. She's like, what are you talking about? He's like, if I marry you, my mom could die. They're all about the superstitions, which I just love. It's Also, way earlier, like the beginning when he's on a plane, and then there's like that old lady. Yeah. Put a curse on that plane. My sister's on that plane. Oh, she yeah. She ran off with some, some Walmart. <laughs> she, <laughs> and then like, she's like, she's like, and then Cher is like, I don't believe in superstition, but like she does, obviously. And yeah. she's like, I don't either. They all do. <laughs> they They're all away. so superstitious. That's the only reason that Cher wasn't going to get buried again. She's like, you got to get down one knee. You got to give me a ring because I have bad luck. So then he's like, I can't marry you. My mother will die. And so she takes the engagement ring off and she says, fine, gives it back the ring. And then Ronnie says, fine, if you're not going to marry him, will you marry me? And she's like, well, where's the ring? And he's like, Johnny, can I have the ring? So then Johnny gives him the ring. And Ronnie proposes to share. She says yes. And then the mom says, do you love him? And she says, I love him awfully. And then the mom's like, oh, you're screwed. And then they all get together. They all cheers. Salute. And then it goes, you spin my hair. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, it was so, this movie is so Good. But is it better than <laughs> Bugly Truth? I don't know. Bugly Truth. All right, let's just get to the ratings. We've been recording for way too long. All right, tropes. Ugly Truth tropes. I mean, she works, she's a journalist, yeah. works in journalism. I have workaholic single woman with a single cat. I mean, with a cat. Opposites, opposites, of, opposites attract, attract. Forced to be oh, together. Wow montage yeah. salsa dance that turns into the makeout elevator scene it was a pretty tropey movie uh, it's pretty tropey all right yeah pretty tro- we got a baseball scene i feel like there's no, always a baseball i, I say it's game. more tropey it's more tropey i would say it's more tropey the moonstruck does have new york city as the backdrop they do have a slight makeover scene of herself 
They have the forbidden love. I mean, that's definitely a trope. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a grand romantic, you know, gesture kind of of Donnie proposing at the end. It's not that grand, but like, you know, he's a pretty outrageous person. It's a gesture. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's grand romantic. I would say their whole relationship like- is a grand romantic. Lo- romance, yeah. but that's the romance category. I would say it's like a general, general traditional tropes. Yeah, less like cheesy. Yes, agreed. Trope. So I'm gonna have to rank for tropes. I'm gonna have to rank Ugly Truth higher for sure. But not, I mean, he not, there is a wooden hand, the classic rom com trope <laughs> of someone getting a hand all cut I'm off. All I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, Ugly Truth is higher, but Moonstruck definitely had some. It's not like the lowest amount of tropes that we've seen for sure. So like an eight and a six. That's what I'm kind of leaning with. Is everyone good with that? Yeah, yeah. All right, quality. Now come on now. Quality <laughs> I, for quality. I didn't even write anything for Moonstruck. I just said ten. Quality for Ugly Truth. I wrote two. I said this movie should be banned. <laughs> I don't know if it's a two. I mean, Catherine Heigl and Gerard Butler are you know well known actors. I won't give it a two, but. Damn, this was a pretty bad movie. What do you think about like it? A, like yeah. a five. Like a four. Like, think about all the other movies we've watched. I mean, this was just straight troublesome. I mean, the only one we've given lower than that is 16 Candles. I don't know how you could give The Ugly Truth a quality five when literally the point of the movie is to fake orgasms and to not be yourself, to fall in love, be a different person. We liked the salsa scene. One fucking scene that was two minutes long. We liked the elevator. Okay, mm-hmm. but that is not going to make up for all the problems throughout the whole movie. We liked the jello fighting. <laughs> I think it has to be. Mm. Come on. I can't even believe you would give it a five. Fine, a four. It's not going to win, anyways. Hey. <laughs> Don't give that away. Okay, so what's the quality oh, for Moonstruck? Yeah. I mean, I'm saying 10, but. I know you're not going to let me give it a Look, 10. You, you guys, once you revealed that it was supposed to be spoofy and, like, making fun of itself, that won me over. It's a 10. What? <laughs> you can say whatever you want. This is a free country. Yeah. Well, if, if it really is supposed to be, like, making fun of itself, then it there's, there's did no, its job. There's nothing is supposed to be anything. I, th- I thought this just was are. a complete... I thought it was a serious movie going into it. And so that's why I was confused. Well, it does it is a serious movie, but that has but it makes it fun with comedy. But it's definitely serious meanings behind it all, I think. I mean, the moon family, it's like That sex scene, that first sex scene was just crazy. Yeah. All right, ten it is. Um so <laughs> <laughs> lightheartedness, ugly truth. This nothing serious happens in it. It's got to be a high lighthearted. I said the whole movie I was uncomfortable. How could I feel light from this movie? I guess that's true. I was so uncomfortable. It's just nothing depressing happens. Movies they don't in really this make me. They don't get. <laughs> they don't get. They never get really deep. Like even when we I try will... to get deeper, like the fact that it's so there legitimately shallow. was no like fight in this movie. So I yeah. gave it a five. I'm willing to move it up slightly, but it a still was... A five for lighthearted? Yeah. Because I what? was so uncomfortable the whole time that I did not enjoy it. But if, if, you're, if you're saying, if your argument is that there was literally no argument within this, 
I will be willing to move it There's up no to conflict, you know? Six, seven, fine. Six or seven. Brian, what do you think? I, I think it should be more than a five. Really? What yeah, lightheartedness. Think? I mean, what does that even mean, you know? It's not like it's, it's like getting a... an Academy Award. It's lighthearted. It's the movies, you know. What would it's you like give it? Skipping, it's like a skip in the park. What would you give, would you give it? <laughs> give it a... Maybe 6.25. Okay, we don't do 0.25s. <laughs> Let's do a 7, because I was going to say like an 8. Uh, Fine. What? Okay. What about 6.5? Since okay. you both wanted it to be lower. 6.5. Alright. Lightheartedness for Moonstruck. I felt like it was kind of serious. I'm torn, because it was so funny to me. But they are dealing with serious things. I mean, he's threatening to kill himself. But it, it's, it's but the it's most comedic. lighthearted and the least lighthearted, lighthearted at yes, the same time. 100%. It was lighthearted that everyone's just, like, making a joke yeah. of this. Like, they, she runs and she sees the dad with the mistress, and they're like, we're never talking about this again. Like, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, the whole thing was They're not light. lingering. It's not destroying them. Yeah. They're moving forward. They're handling that. So how do you think it compares to The Ugly Truth? This is the hardest decision of my life. Yeah. Nice. Guys, you can't let this movie destroy the podcast. I know. I'm worried. You can't, you can't break up over this. All right. Well, okay. Everyone on the count of three is going to say. Oh, wait. Hell. You better man up, bro. Say, <laughs> say a what they want to give light. You better man up and give your score for this romantic comedy. Yeah. <laughs> say the score for lightheartedness on the count of three that, <laughs> lightheartedness. <laughs> that they would give Moonstruck, okay? Three, I have no clue okay, what I'm going to give. <laughs> three. Me either, dude. This is three, impossible. two, one, seven. 6.5. 6.5 6. it is. So 6.5. But, but, but look. <laughs> he definitely waited we should always No, that. I didn't. No, because I was thinking because I was thinking now we have to change the score for the other movie, right? There are different types of lightheartedness. Let's leave it with that. It's it's because the ugly truth has like it's lighthearted, but then it's like perverted. Yeah, because you're so brain dead watching it that it's so it's lighthearted. Like, yeah. It, or like, is it lighthearted if it's that perverted? Yeah. What does lighthearted mean? This, does it mean for kids? Okay, you're confusing <laughs> us too much. No. <laughs> okay, ready? Comedy for ugly truth two. Is what I wrote. I wrote, Four? I didn't laugh. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to go with like two or something. Yeah. All right. Moonstruck. I laughed. I really, really did, guys. I, I put this as a nine. I said, this is such a well done comedy. That she's yeah. the man is hilarious, but this is another type of elevated comedy. I'm laughing the whole time. Again, I didn't know it was a comedy, so. <laughs> it's, it's, like a, it's like a sugar cube and a champagne. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, I don't know. I'm, I'm confused with this, too, because... I was going to say, like, a seven. JC and I are laughing the whole time. Then we got Ash, who's watching it, who's falling asleep and doesn't even know... Missed the cue to laugh. <laughs> what do we... Maybe if they had, like, a, a sign that lit up that said, like, laugh when it was supposed Maybe to be Maybe it funny. should just be, like... This is for a certain... Look, if I came in knowing <laughs> it was, like... Maybe I need to rewatch it knowing what I know now. I was going to say a 7 if you say a 10. I put a 9. In the middle? I put a 9. Let's do an 8. No. 8. Okay. Romance. Ugly truth. you got to be kidding me with this. 
two? I put two. He only fell in love with her because she was with another guy, and he literally taught her to be a certain way. At the end, he tells her he loves her even though she's a psycho. Yeah. Well, I don't think we saw any character development in them. Love should make you both better, people. 100%. You should, should, grow. Build, should improve. You should help each other grow. 100%. Brian, two? Yeah, two. Okay. All right. Romance for uh, Moonstruck. I did think it was a romantic movie. It's like a love at first sight type of movie. Love at first sight, love at first but interaction. Even, even beyond just their love, you have the parents coming back mm. together. Mm. You have the you see the love, the genuine love of Rita and Raymond, the and an uncle. It's the it's the tender late stage love that you don't see yes, that as you've much. Never captured it's not movie. glorified. Mm-hmm. It's those little yeah. Little then you spot. get the love of a family. Tender. The love of a family mm. always being close together. I gave this a nine. I was gonna say nine. Yeah. Mine it is. All right. Ugly Truth 22. Put us out of our misery. The Ugly Truth is a 22.5. Moonstruck is a 39.5. I don't know if we've had as low as Ugly Truth before. 22.5. Well, it's also like going up against this movie. It's going to make it seem even more. Maybe 16 Candles. 16 Candles was a 12. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. That was bad. That was a bad one. So Moonstruck's moving forward, people, all right? Anyway, this has been too long. But before we go, okay, we want to do a little something special. Brian just got himself a new guitar. Can you please, oh. can you please play us out while we do our intro? Don't forget to check out the bracket on our website. The link is in the description. We'll also be posting the final scores. Send us your thoughts on this week's episode at thetropereport at gmail.com. Or check out our Instagram and Twitter, at thetropereport, where we post quotes from each episode. Next week, we'll be watching Just Go With It and When Harry Met Sally. Thanks for joining us, bro, and giving us these sweet tunes. (laughs) (laughs) It's a pleasure, yeah. (laughs) We didn't need (laughs) outro music. You just quit on us. You already have my song that you play. Okay, whatever. Until next time, keep it romantic. Keep it romantic.